Welcome into episode number 153 of the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. Kind of a, a reunion or, a, you know, we are now reunited with Joey blows, blow the doors off the house house. How's that for an intro? Um, I liked it. I, it was horrible, but uh, <laughs> it, it it was an intro, but it wasn't good. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to to be in the studio. It, well, in the stadium, I should say. Um, yeah, we're in the stadium, exactly. We haven't left, really. I mean, come and gone. But um, yeah, back with Joey. So uh, first things first, you know, first appearance of 2024. Uh, does it feel any different than 2023? You know, it, it, it does. Um, so I just realized something today. Um, I, so I served in the Navy for four years, uh, from 1994 to 1998. I left for boot camp on Valentine's day of 1994, 30 years ago. And that just, when I, when that record, when that realization hit me, I'm like, holy shit. 30 years, that, that's just insane. But, uh, yeah, so it does I, – I do feel a little bit older, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> can't can't stop father t- – or, uh, yeah, you just can't stop the clock. No. It's – I know it's – well, I'm obviously not as old as you, but I, I I tend to think every year goes faster. Like, the fact oh, that absolutely. We're, we're – you know, we'll be in March before you know it. We're, you know, two months into the new year. Um, yeah. Christmas this, is now – This football season – Literally the blink of an eye. Yeah, it was the fastest football season that I've ever experienced in my entire life. I agree, and and there were times I think throughout November and December where I, I was itching to to you know see some some baseball and and know the fact that the pitchers and catchers have reported. But hey, yesterday that happened. So um, the fact that we're we're like from I think no you know maybe mid November to to late November to early December till now it's kind of been a, a snap of the finger as well. And boom, we're here. Like now we're, um, I think the next, the, the first spring training game is next Thursday. Um, and I love to see it. Like I, I didn't want the, the football season to end. It, maybe it makes me a little sound like not, not the best fan. When I say towards the end of the football season, I do get a little exhausted of it. Um, just cause it's like eat, breathe, sleep football for a while. And then it's cool. You know, an, bring another sport in like bring baseball in you know we'll we'll have the nba playoffs we'll have the nhl playoffs like it'll it'll just switch things up a little bit because i mean trust me when i say come time for the nfl draft i'll want football to be on again and we'll still have to wait months and months and months but um yeah i i it, you're exactly right it, this football season flew by i thought the the playoffs were done in a blink of an eye even the the kind of two week hiatus of before the Super Bowl, you know, yeah, I, that, that was seems, fast. That was faster than the normal two weeks. Like I can remember when I was young, like a, a school age boy, th- those two weeks in between the Super Bowl seemed like a fucking year, <laughs> or or the time from like Penn State's last game until New Year's when they played on on New Year's Day. Normally. Oh yeah, yeah, that seemed like an eternity. Yeah, it felt like it was never going to get here. Like Exactly. I, I think um, last I year think, the – no, go ahead. Uh, I think some of your exhaustion of football, though, was due to the epic collapses of both of our teams. No, oh, 100%. At the end of the season. 
Yeah. Um, because I can, I, this was the first year that I wrote for the entire season. And I will admit that I was worn out at towards the end. Um, whereas the year before, I wasn't worn out until after the Super Bowl when I was just like heartbroken. Yeah. So, no, you, you're right. I think if the Eagles would have went on a run, let's say like the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs go in, go into Buffalo. You know, win that, win a tough game there. Go into the number one seed with with home field advantage. The Ravens go in and win there. Like, you know, you flip flop the Eagles for the Chiefs in in that scenario. Let's just say, and. I'm sure I'd have adrenaline still pumping through my veins just because they, the way that the Chiefs went about their business this this postseason, and they were kind of counted out again. I mean, you know, there were people writing them off, and um, you know, Baltimore was the pick, or or Buffalo, or that type of thing, or the Niners even, or San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if it was our team that was, you know, representing, obviously, it would be the NFC, but. You know, you, you know the situation. Like, if that were to play out in in that fashion, it would have like I would be over the you, moon. You would have had that burnout towards right. The yeah, it's it's the way the Eagles went out was like a, a burning candle. Like that flame just went out, and it was it was painful. But I mean, at the end of the day, we'll we'll talk kind of some some of the the decisions the the you know Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman, and and so on and so forth have made, but. Yeah, I, I we'll kind of get right into the Super Bowl. I mean, great game. Obviously, the fact that it went to overtime was was exciting. I mean, it wasn't to me. It wasn't a shocker that it went to overtime. It was just if you're for if you're a San Fran fan, like I get Purdy's young and he he's very much overachieved. But you got to think between uh, between Purdy and and Shanahan and McCaff like uh, not even so much McCaffrey. I, I just think the fact they came up short has to be a kick in the nuts. Like that's, that's just, Oh yeah. I mean, because they, here's, here's what I look at when I look at uh, young quarterbacks, particularly going to the Super Bowl. Um, the, the very first thing I think of is because I was old enough. To, I, I lived through this was Dan Marino making it his second year in the league, 1984. And it just seemed like, when he played in the mid eighties, he was to me, the best passer, not necessarily the best quarterback, but the best passer in the league at that time. And it just seemed like the way that they blow, they blew through that season in 84. He's just going to fucking, he's going to be there almost every year. Never fucking made it back. Played what 16, 17 years, something like that, and a, a pretty long time for a guy whose body definitely left him down at the end, and he never made it fucking. Big. I don't even think he made it to the to another NFC Championship. Um, I may be mistaken about that because as 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 the years start to accumulate, the <laughs> some of the meaningless statistics have left have left the building, but I do know that. It, it, it seems like Mahomes and, and the Chiefs are a dynasty that will never be beaten now or, or whatever. And, I mean, they may never make it back to the Super Bowl again. I, I, don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that they are built to last. But I, what has really impressed me the last two years is that they've done this without Tyreek Hill. 
I, I mean, in in some ways, it, now everybody wants to compare Mahomes to Brady. Is he's go, I mean, is he gonna get the fucking ten appearances like Tom did and get, what seven or seven or eight Super Bowl rings Tom has? I mean, seven, yeah, six, seven. seven, which is just just like. That blows my like when I really when you really stop to think how successful he's been in his career. I mean, so Mahomes is what twenty eight, and he's been to. I think he's twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty six. He's my age, yeah. Which is like he's he's accomplished (laughs) crazy, right? He's accomplished more in his life, or like in his. It's pinky than I've accomplished, my, but I mean, whatever. He's going to Super Bowl and we're hosting podcasts. But yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, it is uh, what it is, dude. I'm fucking fifty, so you have nothing to be ashamed of. He's one of thirty-two quarterbacks in the entire NFL. Like, there's only thirty-two jobs, really, starting jobs in the in the NFL to play quarterback. So just just that alone, you have to overcome how much. But no, I right. I totally like to piggyback off of that. Is is like uh, this might be. And I've and I've seen dynasties, obviously the Patriots dynasty, um, Alabama. You could consider a dynasty, obviously in college football. Um, Georgia, uh, Georgia had a short. I mean, they miss it this year, but they won, you know, um, two in the in the most recent year. You know, back to back in the most right. recent years. Um, you know, there like Jimmy Johnson and NASCAR. Like, there's all types of examples. Um, I'm trying to think. Penn State's wrestling team. Yeah, but yeah. Not their football yeah. team, but not to, yeah, not, uh, no, not to be confused with. No, I'm just, um, we can poke fun because we're fans, but um, don't let anybody else do it. And the, yeah, well, they will. <laughs> they, they'll pile on, but right. But then I, we're I'm, fighting. It has a really. I mean, uh, the Astros in baseball. I was trying to think of the one in, in baseball that the Astros have been the the most of all the you know teams. Yeah, but won. to to me, a dynasty, like the first dynasty I experienced was the Niners um, or you could, you could look at the Celtics and the Lakers. They played yeah. in the, in the NBA championship, I think like four or five times in the eighties. Those are dynasties. Like the Astros, I mean, they've had a good run, but I don't necessarily think of them as a dynasty um, because they haven't been completely dominant. They, they, they have what two world series though. Was it two or three? Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like, obviously, the Bulls in the '90s. That's that's like uh, exactly great a example of like yeah, just, that is just the, utter the definition of a of a dynasty. Yeah, and, but and they didn't win. I mean, the way that they won their championships. I mean, the one year they fucking set the record for wins. Yeah, never I mean, going to a game seven. Yeah, never. Yeah, going exactly. It went to game seven. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's just baller status, but. Excuse me. Um, this might be outside. I mean, I didn't see the like. I didn't grow up watching the Bulls do it. I I really really don't think I would have minded to see them do it because I I am a an MJ fan like through and through. Um, so I I probably would have been fine with it. But outside of like that, I'm not a big Astros guy. Even like you know you can like you you made the argument they might not even be a dynasty. They're just a a good team, a very good a team good program. Right, like they're successful in a short amount of years. Like you know, they didn't go on and win four out of five or three out of even three out of five. Right. Um, you could make the argument like the San Francisco Giants at at in certain times were more dominant because they were more consistent. Um, 
but I I long story short, like I this Chiefs dynasty is so much better for me than the Patriots dynasty. So I don't I don't mind it. Like when the Chiefs win and I would I'm like the biggest Niners hater of all time now. So <laughs> I like I was pulling for the Chiefs through and through. If they play the Niners again, I'll pull for them through it. Like nothing will change. Um, so I, I, as much as people, you know, hate on the Chiefs, and I get it. Like, you don't want to see the same team in there every year. I, I've been a Mahomes, uh, for lack of a better term, I, I've been a Mahomes jerk off since like his first year. I, I've, I've liked this kid since you know he came to the league and started tearing it up. I liked him at Texas Tech. Yeah, I see. I, I didn't see him. I wish I would have watched. Like in real time but like i i like Mahomes so much that i can get over the that uh, like i'm not a travis kelsey fan whatsoever he's a great player i just don't like him right i understand the taylor swift thing I, it's irrelevant to me like i don't hate it i don't like it i'm just like whatever i i think people are blowing it way out of proportion but um 100%. at the end of the day like i can get i can understand why people are annoyed by it i just think you just move on well, I mean, if you're going to be annoyed by that, though, then fucking get over yourself. Like, at the end of the day, the NFL is – they have a fantastic chance to publicize something. They're already so fucking huge, and now they've just got the most popular art, most popular celebrity – American celebrity – arguably the most popular American celebrity – to, to be a fucking fan now. And it's, it is definitely bringing in a whole new dynamic of fans. Not, they're not now football fans. They are just Swift fans who now like Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. But whatever, if, if Taylor Swift can bring in one gambler, then I'm, I'm happy with it. I don't care. Well, well Joey's a closet Swifty. So that's, that's, I, I, she's fucking hot. <laughs> I, I he has all the record like he has all the cds, well, CDs yeah. man now i sound like i'm a i'm a 60 <laughs> yeah, uh, all the v all the uh, cassette tapes and no, i'm just kidding but the eight tracks and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all the records um but no i mean at the end of the day it was a i what i like there was a lot i liked about the super bowl which i didn't think i would have because i I didn't love them. Like it's not like I like the Chiefs. I just I can tolerate them, and I don't mind. You don't hate the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't hate them in any way. I do hate the Niners. So that that I kind of had that going for me. I don't. I didn't hate one of the teams, and I absolutely despise the other one. So I had a rooting interest. Um, but the fact that it was it was a close game at at halftime. I mean, as you know, Mahomes being on the other sideline, like seven points, you didn't feel like was anything. Um, and then yeah, I mean. We'll talk about all the the goodies of the Super Bowl as far as the the halftime show, the commercials. But as far as the game goes, like I, the Niners, the Niners had their shots. I mean, there, but that Kansas City defense in the second half really impressed me. I, I think they started to figure out what what the uh, what the Niners wanted to do. But I, I also think Kyle Shanahan went away from the run way too much, and it's Kyle just, Shanahan chokes the chicken. He is the, the all-time, biggest choke artist. Choker. I mean, he may be a great coach, and I'm not d- disputing that because he's he's been there. But this that's his third Super Bowl that he's lost now. And he's had the lead in all of them. He's actually been a part of the fucking 
both of the overtimes. <laughs> that, that's that's insane. And, and and on the losing end of both of them. And on the losing end, exactly. Uh, but your apps, 100%. I kept on tweeting this out throughout the game. I'm like, you have arguably the best running back in the league. Why the hell are you not feeding him the ball? Um, part of that was because I had a prop bet that McCaffrey needed 30 yards in each half. <laughs> and <laughs> I hit it. But this is how I hit that bet. On the last play, the, so the Chiefs scored right before the end of the first half. They kicked off. They handed the ball to McCaffrey, ran for like six or seven yards. That got me over the 30 yards there. And then it needed to go to overtime. And then all of a sudden, and at, at first in overtime, he still didn't fucking give McCaffrey the ball right off the bat. He, he let Purdy throw it. Purdy almost threw that interception. They yeah. got the first down. And then after they got that first down, he, re he realized, hey, wait a minute here. What the fuck am I doing? Then McCaffrey, like, reeled off some yardage. And he took him right down the field. And they ended up having to kick the field goal. But it's – I think what fucking Shanahan did there is a classic example of overcoaching, trying to be too fucking smart and, and outsmart everybody. Fucking – the um oh my god <laughs> fuck it i i am getting old because i can't remember shit anymore but um <laughs> uh, uh it was almost an example of pete carroll throwing on on the two yard line oh that that's all time awful though like that exactly. is exactly that, I, that, mean, it, I i as great as you know or i shouldn't as good as pete carroll i you know consistently as good as as the Seahawks were under his regime and things. I I swear to God, I, I think after that, if I was the owner of that team, he would have been fired. Like I, I, I that is to me is enough where like if you had a pedestrian running back, you know, if you have Clyde Edwards Alaire in the backfield, you know, if you have um you know just give me an example of a okay just even Reggie Bush like wasn't that great in the NFL. Like but you have Marshawn fucking lynch you know what i mean like when he have, was when he was in beast mode i mean right you, you have an absolute, unstoppable yeah yeah you have an absolute anchor in that backfield like just let him run through people and you throw it on like if i was the owner of the seahawks i i he wouldn't be coming back like I, i'm sorry whoever and maybe it was the oc but whoever made that call like i'm sure p carroll had had ultimate say you know we're gonna do that right here well maybe he didn't i mean maybe he right but whoever made um, that, like, long story short, whoever made that, because it's not like you lost, you know, week seven against the Panthers. Like, that's for the Super Bowl, and you're at the one-yard line with Marshawn Lynch. Like, right. the fact that you try to outsmart that. But, see, I that's guess, the whole thing. I mean, if it would have worked, he would have been a genius. Yeah, but regardless, uh, like, you got to I, I understand. The fact yeah. that it didn't work is why he's getting crucified, but – it's a double-edged sword. If it works, nobody says a fucking thing about it. Maybe Marshawn says something to him, like, hey, why didn't you give me the ball? I want the fucking touchdown or whatever. But he's not vilified. Now, you can – people question his legitimacy as a – I mean, that definitely knocked him down a few pegs in the – Big time, yeah. Coaching hierarchy of all time because I... – I think, but the way I look at that too, uh, Joey is is if he gave it to Marshawn Lynch and they came up short, I think you live with that. You know what I mean? You you live with that decision. 
so the fact that they, you know, were not going to give it to Marshawn and they didn't get it, obviously. Like that, everything points to like what the fuck happened there. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's like well, I, again, I, I, he just tried to be too smart. I watched Bill Belichick go for it one time, like fourth and three on his own seventeen yard line. Didn't make it, and the, I think it was against the Colts one year. And they're like, "What were you thinking?" And just like, "Look, if I make it, I'm a fucking genius." I, and I agree with like that. That's very true. That, that, that's that's very but true. At the, when it, when it all is said and done, those are examples of overcoaching and trying to be too smart. If you've got something that is so effective in that situation, I just think you use it until you can't. And they, McCaffrey ended up. He had a a, a decent day by no means fantastic no it was um, it wasn't earth shattering it wasn't like memorable it wasn't right it, it was it was good it was decent but it it could i ultimately i don't blame him as much as i blame the coaching staff for him not having 100%. a game where where he's he's you know where it is memorable in complete say. agreement with you there um and i don't know like as a niners fan i would be I would be irate right now. Uh, I mean, I'd be, yeah, I'd be scratching my head like, you know, how many more times do we want to do this with Shanahan where he gets us there and it's just – it never really – Well, then they fired Wilkes today. And right. I, I heard on the radio, I was listening to VEASAN, they, they brought Wilkes in and didn't even let him run his own defense. He had to run the defense that was – that was already established. He couldn't run his own shit. I mean, which and he, I mean, yeah. And, and if you think about it, like as a, as a San Fran D coordinator, that's almost like whoever takes that job is kind of leapfrogging into a head coaching job be, because of like Robert Sala, you know, eventually gets promoted to DC there, obviously gets the Jets job. And then you have D'Amico Ryan's DC there gets the Houston Texans coaching job. So it's like the fact that they, they cut ties there is, I mean, with a defenses, I mean, granted they have a great roster. Like I'm not saying that he's a genius or he's not a genius. I'm not saying that, but um, the fact that that's where they went, you know, he was kind of the scapegoat is, is kind of, I, I don't necessarily think that was the right, like I'm not saying to fire Kyle Shannon because of his success, but it, I think you have to start asking questions like, okay, what is it? Is it the 49ers analytical team that's doing this? Is it, but we saw him do this with, with the, um, with the Falcons though. So it, it you kind of start to point your finger at, does he just overthink himself all the time in these big games, you know? And a lot of people accused his father of doing the same thing, of being too smart. Um, and a lot of times these really, intellectual coaches have a gigantic chip on their shoulder and they feel the need to prove to everybody how much smarter and how much more football knowledge they have than everybody else. And that's why you get running on foot, running, <laughs> passing the ball on, on first and goal or whatever from the two yard line when you have <laughs> a guaranteed touchdown in your backfield. Yeah, it, it's, 
I mean, I couldn't be more happy at the result, to be honest with you. Like I was, I was, you know, popping a bottle of champagne in the fact that the, it was more so the Niners lost than the Chiefs won. Um, I'm just, a, I, I guess I'm just real salty at, at the way that, you know, they, they talked about the Philadelphia Eagles and everything else. And then they, yeah, I just got to let that shit go. I know um, I got to let it go, but the fact that they, they went home in basically the same position as we did. Like exactly. if, if you, if you don't win, you're, and if you don't win the Super Bowl, you're the first loser. Like they, they reminded us of that last year. So it's yep. like, there's your cup of tea. You know, oh, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox fired off that fucking tweet. That was fantastic. Exactly. So as much as like, I got to get over it or whatever, there's Eagles players. Well, that- no, I didn't mean like you. I just yeah. meant like, I, I don't pay, like, it, it's weird because I dislike certain players and stuff like that, but not necessarily for what they say. Um, I watched the uh, Penn State uh, Iowa wrestling match last week. Um, Iowa was third in the nation and we beat them eight out of 10 matches. Dominant. But the one match that they did win was in, um, what they call sudden, like it was basically sudden death, like first point scored or whatever. The kid that won that, it was an upset victory. Um, but he was rushing a freshman, but he acted like he just won the goddamn national championship. So fucking like I hate Iowa pretty much the same as, as you hate San Francisco. And ever since there. that fucking fan was mocking us for, for being it, he thought we were faking the injury and Oh, that that's Bush League too, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I would like I wonder if that guy knows that he's that famous. Because well, it, the the fact the, the, where I really, I mean, yeah, even even I mean, shout out to Brent from fourteen twenty because, you know, he gave me a lot of shit for still, you know, he he said the same thing like you got to get over the Niners, but here's the thing like, they, they were the ones that got so butt hurt that we beat them and and like the way the way that Purdy got hurt was a football play. It's not like we. You know, we didn't go out of our way to, to, to injure him on purpose. It's not like we – you know what I mean? It, it was just the yeah, result. they were just – they were pissed off. I mean – Yeah, and, and and sure, like that's fine. But then they, they say, you know, you really didn't beat us. We didn't have Purdy. Okay, here, you know, now the excuses come in. Okay, whatever. And then, you know, all throughout that, if you go back and watch that second half of that NFC Championship, they're cheap shot and Jalen Hurts way out of bounds. You know, Trent Williams is throwing people to the ground, like classless, like absolutely classless. And then um, they come into our building and and to their credit, like I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. You know, they came in all, all their players wearing black, like it's the Eagles funeral today and they beat the shit out of the Eagles. Like, let's just call it how it is. Um, And they dominated in every sense of the, of the word. But at the end of the day, like they ran their mouth all year. They, this, that, and third, they, um, I saw a clip of Debo and George Kittle and all them watching the Eagles lose to the the Cardinals and they were celebrating like they won the fucking <laughs> Super Bowl and I'm like, look, you 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 had a longer season than us and you were in the Super Bowl. Guess what? You you didn't win. So does it really matter? Like, cool. You 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 won a, a you know a conference championship. Congratulations. At the end of the day, you're playing to win the Super Bowl and you didn't do it. And like. I, I will I love that like it just how like how you say how you feel about Iowa with that like I, I love I almost 
love the fact that they made it all the way to the Super Bowl just to get fucked like that. Like I, I <laughs> awesome. Like for me, I, I don't. I just think they're a bunch of cry. Like I just can't do it with them. So, um, yeah, had, had you know, tip your cap to the Chiefs. When we come back from break, we can. I don't want to do the whole Mahomes Brady thing so much. I mean, we can get into it a little bit, but um, obviously, he they the Chiefs are, you know, you to be to be the man, you got to beat the man, like like the fourteen twenty guys say, and and the Chiefs are definitely the man, and we'll get into a little bit more of that, and then we'll kind of hop around um, some baseball, some college football. that. Well, not not for us sports fans um, are the commercials and or the halftime show the most important part of the Super Bowl, but um, the Super Bowl as a whole is such a spectacle for the, you know, for anybody that, turn, that tunes in. I mean, some people tune in more so for the commercials and or the, the halftime show just because yeah, that's females the football. So there's females. kind of something for everybody um, if you look at it that way. Um, and And the Super Bowl is really a – it's it's a such a huge event. Um, I lived in San Diego. I was still stationed in San Diego when they hosted the Super Bowl between the Broncos and the uh, Packers, and there was shit there for two weeks. It was just it's so much more than just one game. It really it injects a a huge boost of energy and specifically tourism to whatever city hosts it. So, yeah, yeah uh, to piggyback off of what you're saying, besides the game, like the, the commercials, Super Bowl commercials have been some of the most iconic commercials of in television history. Um, we were talking earlier, like, where's the beef? was introduced in, in the fucking Super Bowl, and um, <laughs> you probably still haven't Googled Spuds McKenzie yet, but – that kind of shit was, it was introduced in the Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, the, uh, you, you had said before you didn't really think that the uh, the commercials were were what up to par this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm, maybe I sound like I work for Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, but I uh, I just didn't. I don't think there were memorable commercials. I should say, like I, you know, there's a few, and you'd and you'd pointed out at least a couple off air as well, but. I think, to me, just the way I look at the way I, I I've kind of not even evaluated just me taking part in watching the Super Bowl every year, no matter who's playing. I just think it's getting a little bit watered down to like in my in my estimation. Like, and, and I'm one of those people. Like, I try. I, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say I watch every last commercial that was on, but it's like from start to finish. I wasn't like, I wasn't over the moon. It, it still felt like the Super Bowl because you could tell some of these companies went all out and like, as they should. I mean, you're spending upwards. I think it's more than a, a million a minute now. It's probably with inflation, oh, it's probably three. Um, but it, it's like, it's. I think it's like six million for thirty seconds. Like it's it's yeah. definitely more than a million a minute or it a million is, a uh, second. At one yeah, point, yeah, it's not a million a second yet. They're yeah. like. <laughs> it's not like thirty million for one commercial. Um, we'll have a, our research and analyst guy will get on that right here. Yeah, he's a little rusty, but you know. Oh he'll, yeah, he'll, he is. <laughs> he'll he'll get there. I, I have I have faith in him, but um, 
No, I just I, I wasn't like I didn't think they were bad. I just didn't think they didn't they left a little to be desired for this year and and that's fine. Like they're not always gonna hit, but um I do like as part of the Super Bowl, I'm always like, all right, what's I give them all a fair shot. I'm like, all right, I'm ex- I'm kind of excited to see where these where these commercials go. Like, where if I'm watching, you know, the NBA or the MLB on a Wednesday night and whenever I I don't even watch the commercials probably. So, right. Well, I mean, on a normal Wednesday night watching the baseball, you probably aren't going to remember where you were. Like, <laughs> do, do you remember where you were when the Eagles won? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, trade it for the world. Yeah. Like that's. I can promise you that you will remember that till the day you die. Oh yeah, but, that's. Well, especially us. Like, as everybody says, you know, the Eagles got their little baby, baby pop or whatever, baby pop ring. But hey, we got one. Like as, at the end of the day, exactly. we saw them win one. There, unfortunately, obviously, there's people that, you know, were Eagles fans their whole lives, and and they passed away before they saw one. So. um yeah, I, I, with with that being said, like, obviously the commercials don't. I don't. Maybe some people out there want to see the commercial more than the game. Fair enough. Like, to each their own. But yeah, yeah women. Um, the, yeah, no st- stuff like that. Yeah, like, obviously different way not to get dark or anything. But like nine eleven, you'll always know where you were on nine eleven. Um, you know, if your team wins a championship and you're into the sport, you'll remember that. Like. There's all those iconic times in your lives, but I mean, may, shit. Maybe if you're a Chiefs fan or a, a Steelers fan or Cowboys or Patriots, it's like, oh, where was I when we won our fourth Super Bowl or, or third or what? Like maybe it starts to get a little uh, not watered down, but that first one, the, the fact that we saw the Eagles win their first Super Bowl, that that will forever. That's huge. Like that's that's mm-hmm. history. So I don't know. Did you? Do you do you agree, or maybe like I'm looking too much into the Super Bowl commercial? Like maybe they are the same quality as they've always been. Like I don't know. I just well, I, I, when you say you're a little bit watered down, I think it's um, part of the problem is it's so difficult. And as I said, as we talked about on off air, it's really really tough to come up with an original concept now because so much shit is. I mean, so. A lot of these Super Bowls, uh, not Super Bowls, a lot of these commercials and ad campaigns are just rehashing similar ad campaigns and whatnot. So I don't necessarily think that you're off on your analysis. Um, But personally, like, I just don't, I don't really care about the commercials. Um, (laughs) I liked, I liked the Ben Affleck one. Um, and that's really the only one I remember. I, I remember the one where um, oh, uh, Patrick Stewart threw the fucking baby, <laughs> tried to throw it over the mountain and hit the mountain. <laughs> that was funny to me. Yeah. And, like, we can totally do I, – I don't almost think – I don't know. That is just too harsh of a take, but, like, the fact you don't like the the Waza commercial is like <laughs> that that you know I might look at you a little differently. No, I'm that's just, all right. I, I no, I'm you. I'm totally kidding. But <laughs> I know you are. That's that was even like my dad showed. Maybe it's like you know there's sentimental value there too. But because like I 
I don't even, I think that was before I was alive, honestly. Um, no, nah, it wasn't before you were alive. I didn't watch it though. Like it wasn't yeah, in like you, my... you were definitely, you might not have been out of diapers yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that one, like, I don't know the, like I told you, like the, the Budweiser with the Clydesdale horse, Clydesdale, like there, yeah. there's just things that like stay in my mind. Um, and I could probably go back on YouTube and find ones that then and be like, Oh, I remember that one. But like, there were none this year that will like stick with me. I should say like none of them were like, they didn't hit me on an emotional level where it's like, wow, it makes you think, I don't know. Um, but to each their own, like, I'm sure there's some this year that, you know, millions of people have loved. I, I just, right. um, but yeah, to kind of switch gears, not because this is not a commercial show. It's a sports show, but we're also going to talk a little more entertainment that the halftime show. I could not believe, uh, first thing I noticed was I go on Twitter, like right after, it ended and just the backlash that, that people were like top or they were saying bottom five show or halftime show of all time. And like, that was not good at all. And I was like, it started a little slow and like, Hey, Usher has some songs that, I mean, speaking of Valentine's day, you're more so going to get freaky with than you know, get hyped to go to a party or work out to, or whatever it might be. Um, and he played those first, I would say, but as that went like, and I like those songs too. Hey, I'm, I'll I'll say I'll be the first one to say it, but um, as that went on and as that that show progressed and they bring in like you know Alicia Keys and I think it was Will I Am, um, Ludacris yeah, shows up. There's a shit ton of people there, yeah. Yeah, Ludac- Ludacris, um, and Lil John, Lil yeah, Lil John, right? Um, I I like I thought Usher was a little too quiet throughout like the first you know maybe five minutes. Like I I don't think his voice really projected super well. But I mean, though I love those songs. I grew up on most of those songs, so it's like throwbacks for me. And then right. it got so like all over the place that I was like, "Man, this!" I loved it. I, I was like, the the people I was watching it with, they were like, they were just like, "Eh," like you know what I mean? Like they. Well, but I, you hit I the nail on the head right there um, because you grew up with that stuff. So if it can connect to you on a on a sentimental tip then it's going to have it's going to be more enjoyable, more memorable and things like that. I can almost guarantee you to a to a person, the people that didn't thought it was one of the worst bottom 5 of all time and stuff like that weren't Usher fans and that 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 music and particularly that artist meant nothing to them. So if you like Usher, it was a great show. If you didn't like Usher, it was horrible because I mean it was all. I mean, I didn't. I like Usher, so I I thought the music was fine. Um, I know I knew the the overwhelming majority of the songs, but there were some that I was like, oh, I didn't know he sang that. Um, yeah, that to me, I knew every like every because even his like he played a couple that weren't that big. Like that yeah, he did. He did play some of his like you said his not. I mean, he played all the all of his biggest hits, but then he he threw some in there that weren't as uh, commercially successful and popular. But um, no, I thought it was fine. I, but but again, um, I'm not <laughs> just like the commercials. I'm not a real big halftime fan. Like it's there. I normally during a normal game, I'll fucking go and, and do whatever. I will watch the Super Bowl. I've watched. Every Super Bowl that I watch, I watch the halftime show. It's not like I ignore it, but um, 
unless Janet Jan Jackson is showing a nip, then I don't really care. That's uh, that's that's a hot take, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, no, I I I hear you. I mean, honestly, and I I can I I try and consider myself a person that. Like, I like some things from the 80s. I like some things. I don't know if I would like some things from the 70s. That might be stretching it. But, like, I try to, I try to, you know, ex go all genres, all, you know, I try and be open-minded with music. Like, I'm not, like, I only like rap. Like, there's tons of my friends that are only exclusive to one genre. And I'm like, you're kind of missing out, in my opinion. But that's, hey, that's you. Like, you know, whatever you like, you're going to listen to. But, like, there were... um like when the who did the halftime show, I was like, yeah, this isn't me. And I was like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that like this. And like, mm -hmm. I can understand that. But like, you know, if, if the band um, like the Eagles or ACDC played it, I'd be like, you know, same, not same type of music, but you know what I mean? Like at least down the same kind of road, I should say. I can appreciate, like I can still appreciate, but like people that don't like R&B and, and, that type of stuff. Um, yeah. So well, <laughs> yeah, but I did like the only critique, like I said, I can say is like when it started out, it was almost like he wasn't loud enough. I was like, I don't know if it was a microphone issue or what, but as it got more and more throughout the show or the, the performance, like it got better and better. And um, like towards the end, it was like, Holy shit. I mean, just, it's just getting crazy. Like, you know, you bring in all those people. I mean, he, he had his hands all up on Alicia keys, which I mean, whatever. Um, it's just the like roller skates were a little weird. Yeah, and those those outfits that that almost look like the dodgeball. Like they, I saw memes coming out that were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like you know you know they had to have thought that. Um, yep, that's a good. <laughs> that's but I, I'll never understand. Like I get these people are are the top of the top in their profession and and they're professionals, I should say. But like to choreograph, like all those people dancing and like moving different directions and then people, you know, all over the place. Like I, I just, it's a marvel to me, no matter what the music is. It's like, I don't know how they, they position that many people in almost congruent, like dance moves and shit like that. They, they, they that that's mind blowing to me. But, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, if, uh, if Joey house was orchestrating the halftime show performer of 2020, what is it? Five, I guess. Um, who would I want? Who, who would you want? Yeah, is, is the that's a good question. Um, that's a really good question. I, I, I'm a big Pink fan. Okay. I think she would probably have good appeal. I loved Rihanna last year because I yeah, loved I Rihanna. Too. Yeah. Um, even if she was knocked up. Um. So yeah, Pink would probably be it. Um, for a performance perspective um yeah that's a good question that's a, that is that is a surprisingly good question like i was not prepared for that yeah i kind of just sprung it no up that's good me. though that that's that's and that's that's the kind of thing like that could be talked about for for a long time and i and i don't think i've ever heard that before that is so I just learned a new term, um, and I, I'm probably when I I look at this when I look at the word I, I think of origami, but I don't think that's that's how it's pronounced. I can almost guarantee you that's not how it's pronounced. <laughs> but 
<laughs> it's so there's a term whenever there is a football score that yes. has yes, I was never looking happened. This. I was looking into this before the game. Yeah. Um fuck, I'm gonna forget the name too. Um it is like origami. You are right. You um it's like oh, I'm not gonna go. think it's on the tip of my tongue, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's, it's... Yeah. Uh, scorigami. Scorigami. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, now I just completely lost my train of thought <laughs> where I was going with that. But yeah, I, 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 oh, no, no, this question is a scorigami. I've never heard that question asked before. That's fucking amazing. Um, I, and yeah. actually, like, we have, like, every year there's a, there's a handful of scorigamis. So each year they become more and more rare. And more um, and more difficult I, then, yeah, because you're – Right. I, I think that uh, a Super Bowl relatively recently was a score of Probably. Yeah, I mean, I could, um, I mean, I could see it. What yeah. I'm right now, I'm on the NFL score of Um Huh. That's crazy. So <laughs> – Oh yeah, well there was a seventy-three to nothing this year. Oh, oh no, that was no, no. I'm sorry, that was not correct. Um, Seventy to twenty. That was the uh, Dolphins, Miami, right? Denver. Yeah, yeah. Which ironically was I had the Dolphins that week in my survivor pool. Right. Did I tell you that I won my survivor pool? Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. is awesome. Round of I wish I had one of those sound. One day I will have a soundboard. That will happen, uh, and I'll hit the applause button. But I, yeah. I was one out of eighty-seven that um, with a, over one hundred and seven thousand entries um, that began. I did not put one hundred seven thousand entries in, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I turned I turned a two dollar investment because I did put two in. I turned a two dollar investment into a little over a thousand dollars, and Hell you yeah. know th- this is how how fucking fucked up I am I was disappointed with that because from like week six until uh two weeks before the end of the regular season we were dropping anywhere from 40 to 60 percent of the field each week and so I started doing the calculations I'm like if this keeps up I'm looking at like winning maybe 15 20 thousand dollars because it was a however many people were were left split the $93,000 prize pool. So if I would have been the only person to, to win, I would have won 93K. Um, I get having it. said that, I, I was like, so I was, we went from like 3,000 to 1,200 to down to like 600, down to 300. I mean, it was boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, holy shit, this is really like happening. And then the final two weeks, we only lost like 10, 15%. I guess people had, you know, they, they, they had some in their back pocket that were right. Well, and because there were so many left, I couldn't do all the fucking calculations and stuff like that, but my prize pick. So what was the Eagles final, like six games? They were like one in five or their last six games, right? Yeah. I think they they went like one in six. I mean, whatever. They beat the giants on Christmas day. Right. Yeah. That was the time that I picked the Eagles. I held off. I didn't really, I didn't really 
like I wasn't even really paying <laughs> full disclosure. I wasn't even really paying attention um, through for this contest for I'd say about the first ten weeks. It was like right around Thanksgiving that once we dropped a, a bunch of people and my my dollar entry was now worth like eighty or ninety dollars. I'm like, holy shit, this is <laughs> this is <laughs> turning out to be real. So. I had held off on the on the Eagles though for a while because I was gonna I wanted to use them later. I didn't anticipate what was gonna happen. And so from six weeks out, I mapped out a course um, for each week. Like I picked teams, like I really put some strategy into it for the last six weeks. And I held off on the Eagles for Christmas Day. The only fucking time they won. Oh my god. And, and can you, you like I hate I, I I hate the I hate this about myself is like I would think oh my god it's Christmas Day watch them fuck me like it, like you know what I mean it would no. just be like perfect like well do you realize like how shitty I would feel if the Eagles had fucked me yeah that's I, what I'm I, saying though like I that would be the have... one where it was like okay <laughs> of course you know like and, I, but it was weird because I didn't when I took them on Christmas Day I didn't even have a second thought. Like it wasn't even a possibility in my mind that they were going to lose. Right. Right. No, I get that. Um, I get that. Um, not to like, I, I totally want to give you all the, all the, the glory and all the, the congratulations. Cause like, that's, that's awesome. Like that, that just to ride that up and like make it through the, you know, the gauntlet that is an NFL skit. Like, I don't care if you have, if you pick the 17 best teams, like it's still hard. Like it, they, it doesn't matter if you have, you know what I mean? Like you can only use, like, cause I've, I've done, I think I've done like five or six of those. I want two. And that was like, the first one I've ever done. I've never done one before. I, my, my dad got <laughs> me into that like years and years ago. It, they are fucking, I can't wait till next season. <laughs> I, 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 I like doing those better. Like I know you like your da- daily fantasy and, uh, like a lot of people like fantasy football. I'd much rather do those. Like I, to me, that's more fun. Like I, I don't want to pick a roster like personally. I mean, whatever. Everybody's into different things, but mm-hmm. I love that. And, and I love how cutthroat it is. Like I use the, the dolphins week six. I can't use them again. Like I, I like that. Yeah. There, there's, a, there is such a level of strategy that I had no idea about uh, one thing. And then we can, then we can move off that. It just pisses me off though, because I look at like evidently this was a difficult season or, or something like that. I I don't know because I'd never done it before, but I, I was following all the other big survivor pools. Like if I would have done this in the circa millions for a $10,000 entry or either a thousand or 10,000, um, I would have won a million. Like I would have actually, I would have won. Uh, well, I would have. There were five people that would have split nine and a half million, so I would have won like one point three million. Yeah, try not to think like uh, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> trying to. I'm not trying to like uh, deter you from going that route. I just like yeah. I, you got to you got to pat yourself on the back. Hmm. You made it. You won. Like you're one of what you said, eighty seven out of ten thousand or whatever. One hundred seven thousand. A hundred. Yeah, like that's you're uh, like a pinhole compared to. The yeah. rest of the, but you know, you're, who you're absolutely like, right. I don't, I, I like, I think, like but I get it. I, I really get on the don't. same fucking, I'm the same exact, like that, that, uh, opening day thing I told you about last year. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Uh, but, but if I just would have had the last one hit, I'd have 20 something thousand. Like, I, that's, I will never forget that. Like, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. It's all to me, that's, it is glass half full because I still want a good amount of money. 
but you always got to look at the the other side of the coin of what it, what could have been. What if? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, really to to sw- kind of switch gears real quick back to to the Super Bowl like halftime. I this is just like I I love the fact that you can uh, you know my dad I, I my dad might not even know who Usher is. Like I, I truth be told, I didn't really talk to him about the whole thing, but. He's a, he's a little older than you, Joey, and uh, it's like it's it's refreshing to hear. And I'm by no means take this the wrong way. Like an <laughs> older know. person than me, I'll put it that way, that likes some contemporary music. You know what I mean? Because oh yeah, like if I uh, my dad would probably be like, you know, this isn't uh, the Eagles. This isn't um, whoever. Like you know, uh, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Um, Daryl Hall and John Oates, like it, yeah. if it's not those type of people, he's kind of like yeah. it's it's too like new type sh- type shit, right. whatever. But um, I would love he's to more see, of a classic rock fan. Yeah, exactly. And like, teach, like I said, tease their own. But um, yeah, who would you see, like? I would like to see Chris to Brown. I I don't think they'll oh do my, it. No, my God, no. But Chris Brown needs to be shot, have his dick cut off, and then shoved <laughs> I, up his ass. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and and die on the hill and defend him as a person. I like his music. Um, I, I try really to like his music. Like even even before he like first off, but even before all that shit happened, I was I was never like never really liked his music. I, and I, I do like R and B. Like um, fucking can't stand it. I would like to see Jay Z. See, no, I'm good. I I I. But right. I, I do like some of the hard, some more of the hard, harder hip hop and, and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I I get that, but that's not. See, that's not me. Like I, yeah, that's fine. And I like Tupac and Biggie. I I like that's obviously you can't. I mean, I you would could love do, to see that. You can do right virtual. Now, I'd pay money to see that. <laughs> yeah, right. But <laughs> I've never been like. There's some Jay Z songs I like, but I, I don't like them enough where I'd want to see a whole performance if that makes sense. But yeah, no, um, that's fine. I don't think the NFL would ever allow Chris Brown just because it's I too. I con- promise you, they would not. <laughs> it's too controversial. I mean, yeah, um, Chris Brown is a piece of shit. He's not a good person. No, no. Um, he's from your like where your your neck of the woods now. Um, originally, that's where he grew up. From Virginia. Yeah. Um, but like I. So Michael I, Vick. Yeah, and Marcus Vick, but he didn't really. I mean, oh, Marcus. Whatever. Yeah, you talk about a piece of shit. Did you <laughs> ever see that where he? Stomped on that guy's leg in the in the fucking play or bowl game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Louisville, I think it was Louisville. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, I mean, I, I I just like I'm a big weekend fan. So when they had the weekend, I was I was pretty hyped <laughs> about that. Um, I, see now, like stupid name. I'll give you that. Uh, uh, yeah, incredibly stupid name. But it works. Um, I mean, it, but he's he's a uh, he's a de- like. Well, I I think he's put a couple of good songs out. Like I don't really. I liked like Bru- when Bruno Mars. Music. Like I can I can. Yeah, get Bruno that. Mars is a good. He is, he he is a good performer. I I that's a, that's a good pick. Um, now, because I'm I'm, I gotta be careful of what I'm saying now because I actually do live with some bags. Um, <laughs> I like Demi Lovato. So I do too. I don't. I, do too. I don't think she would be a good performer, but I would. I would cut off 
various parts of my appendages to spend one night with her. So if I, anytime I get a chance to see her. Well, that's, that's different. You're seeing her sing, but no, I get it. Um, (laughs) No, but I like her music too. Um, Like, I think Britney Spears would probably put on a decent show. Yeah. She, she's, Uh, she's an icon. She's an icon. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Do you know that, that, that the Super Bowl artists don't get paid. Wow. That's now they have, they have every fucking win that they want fulfilled, like all the fucking perks and shit like that. But yeah, they don't technically get paid by the NFL. Oh, the NFL is just a, it's an amazing place. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Um, so when we come back from our next break, uh, are you going to be jumping into the other football world of the collegiate realm? Very, uh, very well said, uh, politically okay. correct and all. Um, we yeah. will. <laughs> to, to cover up for that previous gaffe. Of, <laughs> of the, yeah, that, that might get us absolutely banned. But um, We're not going to be on CNBC anytime soon. No, or CNN, <laughs> but that's fine with me. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk some – some collegiate level uh, football, if you will. And then um, some maybe some baseball. Yeah. Um, And just see where we go from there. Cause I tried to, I, I brought up who's performing at the 2025 Super Bowl. There is, it is actually rumored that Jay-Z and Lil Wayne will be together. Oh my God. I hate Lil Wayne. That's, that's, he is one of the, he is, one of the ugliest individuals <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire life. I think Lil Wayne and Katron Allen are probably cousins. And he, what does he call? He calls himself Big Ugly or something? Fat, fat, little, man. fat man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because evidently man. he was a fat baby. Um. Yeah. No. I, I, Not I can, attractive. As, Nick Singleton, no homo, is is a, is a good looking. Like he would be. Nick Singleton would be a would be a fantastic franchise player. Katron, yeah, it's you're, uh, you're 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 targeting a different different demographic. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's very well. No, I I totally get what you're trying what you're getting at there, but I I don't know. Maybe it sounds like I'm becoming an old man out of, out of nowhere, but I still listen to rap. A lot of rap I listen to is white artists, which isn't intentional. I mean, before people come on here and say I'm, you know, I hate black people, that's not true. No, um, <laughs> no. that's why you don't um, like Franklin. Well, there's, I, I have, I can, <laughs> I can take, I can type you up an essay on. You got ninety nine reasons yeah. you don't like him, and a bitch ain't one. And he is a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. But no, uh, the uh, the whole like, am or. Even Eminem, like I don't really listen to Eminem. Like I listen to whatever; it doesn't really matter. But like the whole like Jay Z, Lil Wayne, Eminem, like these really loud performers in the hip hop space. And there's a million other ones I can mention that are just like I can't do it with. Um, I'm over that. Like I don't really listen to that stuff anymore. So if if they do go that route, maybe I won't. Like because I I watched the one where it was like Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre. Last year, I. I, I could do without that. Like, I, I'm not trying to sit here and say it was trash. Like, whatever. It's each, like I said, each their own. 
It's not something I'd go out of my way to see. Like I would never. Wasn't that last year? Uh, no, that was the Rams one. That was the the L.A. It was the Rams. Um, because it was like all the West Coast, and then they brought Eminem out. Um, uh, what was that Rams bangle? Uh, what was that Rams bangles? Yeah, Rams bangles. Um, when, but when Stafford yeah, got his ring, or, uh, no, Stafford, yeah, no. Stafford and the Rams, yeah, yeah, Stafford, yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it, it would be. I wonder if we'll ever see a country artist do it again, because like I just, I, I don't know if it. It covers enough ba- like countries. Who was the last? Well, yeah, countries. Who was the last country artist to do it? Uh, very good question. I don't. I don't even know. I wonder. Like, I want to say that Shania Twain did at the Super Bowl, but I can't remember. I think you're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's see. All right. So we'll uh, when we come back from break, we'll have exactly what Super Bowl she performed at because I have it right here. Sounds good. Ooh. Yeah, I think we've absolutely hammered the NFL into the ground at this point. So we will, like you said, switch gears, talk about the collegiate level and more specifically Penn State, our our beloved Nittany Lions. Um, what do you think of the coaching changes? The just overall, uh, you know, as an outsider looking in on the on the Penn State football program. I hate Penn State now. Because they did what I vowed that they wouldn't do. After they lost to – and they didn't just lose. Like, I I wasn't really shocked that they lost to Mississippi because of all the opt-outs and stuff like that. But I was just – I was disgusted with the way that the opt-outs were handled. Uh, it, they made such a big production of, like, oh, we, we don't have – like, we only have two opt-outs or whatever, blah, 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 blah. They make such a big production out of it, and then eight, nine people sit down, whatever. So that, like, really pissed me off. Um, so I vowed that I wasn't done with them. I'll never be done with Penn State. But I was not <laughs> I was not in a position of being excited. I am now. That I am. Uh, I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I, I swear to God, anything was going to happen. I cannot wait for the fucking football season again. Um, real, real quick to hit on your your, like uh, you absolutely shell shocked me here. Um, hearing you bash like like the fact that the you know and you you have more than the the ability to do like you know, I give you all the permission in the world to do that. Whatever, I, you don't need my permission, but it's uh, <laughs> like what I'm what I'm trying to get at. Uh, it's just like I'm shocked the way you said that, which is is like I agree. I mean, I I hate like I I'm more so on the on the fence of just play the damn game. Like I, I whatever everybody's gonna have their own opinion. I get why these players are doing it. I'm not saying that they. Sh- I'm not saying opt outs should be illegal or or should be outlawed or whatever you want to put it. But I am always gonna be like I I respect. I'm sorry. I will always respect the guys more that go out there and play. In, in the bowl game, whatever it is, I will always have a little bit more respect for them. I don't give a fuck. That's just the way it is. Uh, oh, yeah. I know. I can understand that. But I also – I don't hold it against – like, I'm not upset at any of the players that opted out. What I'm upset about is it felt like the organization 
made such a big to-do about, hey, we only have two or three opt-outs, and then an hour before the fucking game starts, now you see a list of like 10 people. And it absolutely – now, I've, I've seen clips of um, Kalen King – that's their that was the quarterback, right? Because yeah, I get yeah. I saw clips of him getting absolutely torched in these uh pro bowl pro bowl or uh, senior bowl practices and shit like that. So I mean, who knows? Maybe they wouldn't make a big difference. But <laughs> I know I, 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 I say that tongue in cheek. I they would have absolutely made a difference. So if they're gonna opt out, that's fine. Don't don't have Oli Fashnu dress and then just stand on the sidelines like yeah i don't get my hopes up every fucking like after halftime i just knew he was going to come back in and like have a fucking one of those movie moments where he runs onto the field and it fucking leads him to victory that didn't happen so um so i don't i don't knock anybody for sitting out i totally understand it um and it doesn't affect the way that i think of them like I said, I was more upset with the organization because of the way that they handled it. Um, and I, I, I mean, I just, but these fucking new additions of, of both coaches and players, this is, <laughs> I, and I saw something today. Uh, so I, I don't remember where it was at, but, Drew Allar is uh, rated as the eighth best quarterback in the country. And I'm thinking, like, like I try not to be overly critical. Uh, sometimes I think you're too critical. But I, 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 respect, your, I respect your opinion because it's normally well-founded. Um, and, and sometimes I think that I'm too soft. But I, so I try not to be. But if he's the eighth best quarterback in the country, the quarterback stock of the country right now sucks. That that see, I, I was I was really curious on how you were gonna go with that because I was either gonna think he's too low, like Joey's gonna say he's too low. Because no. like to me, it's so weird you're gonna think of this is a bizarre comparison, but Drew Allar is kind of like Justin Herbert to me. It's like Justin Herbert has shown flashes where it's like, holy shit, he looks this guy looks amazing. And there's so many like football there's so many factors like there's coaching there's um just the the ability to read a defense and like i know it's the nfl in college and it's a weird but like just follow me here where it's like i am he probably has all the tools in the in the tool bag but how many is he using without a doubt is he how many is he using on a week-to-week basis i can say the same thing with justin herbert like you'll watch him sometimes and you're like, holy shit, like, I would trade Jalen Hurts for him, in my opinion. But, and then the next week, you're like, holy shit, what is wrong with this guy? Like, he sucks. And, like, I'd rather I, have Matt Ryan. Well, maybe not. No, I just can't. Um, it, it's like, Alar against Ohio State and Michigan, granted, the two best teams that they saw all year. He looked like Carson Wentz times a thousand as far as deer in the headlights. Like a, a fucking kid is shitting his pants every time he's he's dropping back. And like, do I blame all of that on him, or do I blame that on Yursich, James Franklin, and the coaching staff? One hundred percent, I do blame the coaching staff as well. Um, 
but this, I mean, I I like the co- like obviously them bringing in the OC they did, and we can touch on him a little bit more. Uh, that sounded pause for a second. That's not what I meant to say, but um, <laughs> you know, losing Manny Diaz going to Duke, you know, bringing not really. Like, I expected that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you out. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead on that. But that was part of why I, I was just – I didn't write him off, but I had when, – when when we lost Manny and then we got annihilated in the Peach Bowl, I had literally zero interest for next season. None. Fair. I Fair. couldn't – like, I was so disheartened. And, I, and that doesn't normally happen to me with Penn state. Like I will be very, very depressed, but I always try to like, I'm like, okay. And none. And that's why I felt I that real, what they real, did. real quick. Cause I want you to just hold that thought when, when they lost to Arkansas, I felt that way. Yeah. Cause I thought, well, see, I expected them to lose to Arkansas. Though. That's the whole thing. Like, I, I, it was yeah, but they got at one point in that fourth quarter. They they looked like they they looked like shit. Like they they didn't look like they belonged on the same field as them, and and that was discouraging to me because I Arkansas wasn't Ohio State. They weren't like they're good. Not at all. They're but, an SEC program, but yeah, yeah, they weren't like lighting the world on fire. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and, and the fact that like. Penn State, uh, at the end of the day, like that wasn't a close game, and no, that, not at all. That it's like how you feel, and honestly, I after the Super Bowl happened and that and the NFL playoffs and um, just everything else that's been going on, I, I like the Peach Bowl is now like it, there's cobwebs on that to me because it's just like I remember, like I watched it and I was pissed off as normal, um, but it's like I I get where you're coming from though, but. It, this this coming season to me, with the like, and I get it's a new system. Like I I don't want to hear the excuses though. I don't want to hear Drew Allers in a new system. This that like if they don't look like the these ten and two. Yeah, you'll take them. But now my my the the thing I'll push back on on what you've been saying is with the schedule changes with USC coming in with UCLA coming in Washington. You know these Oregon. teams Oregon coming into the Big Ten. Are, where is Penn State going to stay the same? Are they going to get better? Or are they going to drop back? Like, what do you think? So that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I don't think we go ten and two next year, unless this new coordinator. And I don't know Dennis is it Kotzner or something like that. Starts with, uh, yeah. his last name starts with a K. I don't know it off the top of my head. Right, um, but I, I I don't know if they go ten and two next year Be, because I think ten and two gets us into a playoff. Yeah, yeah. I depending on the the loss of 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 who we lose to and by like what type of game it is and stuff like that. Can we get in if we're nine and three? Uh, maybe. But, I mean, the conferences are changing so much, though, especially, like, with Texas and Oklahoma going into the SEC. So the SEC is getting better. So it is going to be uh, – it's going to be exciting. It will be, I think, one of the most – more interesting 
season. I think it's going to be one of the more interesting seasons that we've seen in a long, long time. Um, and yeah, God, it's, I, it's, it's no, I don't. Sorry, I cut you off. Again. I, I, real, I, I just, it's. I, I hate to be like negative because I am a lot, but you are. <laughs> it, it, look, just. And we talked about how fast, you know, time is going, but like looking at that schedule, seeing eight thirty one when it's February is like fuck. Like that 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 it's six me, months. Uh, six and a half months. I mean that's, that's a, a half a year. That's half a like that that is long to me that is a long time. Like I, I don't care how you slice it. I don't care if time goes fast like that that God, I don't want I d I don't want to wait that long. It sounds like um <laughs> uh, it is what it is, but it's like, damn, like just thinking about it right now in February is like, it's a little of a mountain, you know, till then. Yeah, it does definitely seem daunting. Um, but I am, I, okay. So I want to touch on the whole usage thing. Cause we talked about this. I, I wanted to actually like say, or correlate this to what we had said earlier about, um, how San Fran made the made Wilkes run the defense that they already had installed, and I could I may be completely off base on this and one hundred percent incorrect, but I don't think that Yersich was able to run the system that he wanted. I think that, I, and I, I'm not a James Franklin basher like you are. I I don't necessarily I think he is the right man for the job, and I think that he can get us over the hump. Um, but I also think that he has his, cause if you look at our system, we've run the exact same system. He runs, he runs what he runs and he likes it. And he, he, we've had offensive coordinators that have flourished with it, Joe Moorhead. And then we've had coordinators, really, really good coordinators that have struggled. And that's exactly what I think your is. And so I don't necessarily think that even if we would have had better wide receivers this year, that were that they would have done any better because they just there was a clash of philosophies there, and that can't happen. I think this this coordinator from Kansas is more in line with the philosophies that Franklin has, and I think he will be able to get more holy shit are we in a fucking winter storm watch again i know there's snow uh supposed to be headed my way of friday night wow yeah we're in it too like from friday to saturday shit they're calling up for maybe up to six inches sorry (laughs) completely off that that was completely out of nowhere but i didn't even know that that weather was coming so you know, nothing, nothing wrong with a little weather report in the middle of the show. Now, because of the system that Franklin likes and is is normally prone to run, it really makes me question. Now, when I it makes me question if Aller is the right quarterback. I think Drew has all the talent in the world. When I was when I was. When, when I shocked the hell out of you by saying there's no way in hell he should be the eighth best quarterback in the country, I think he could be the top. He, I think he has the talent 
to be in the top five of the country. I mean, I do too. There's not a doubt in my mind that he could be a very successful collegiate and NFL quarterback. He's got all the tools. I just don't think he's the right fit for this system. And I, I and it's it's crazy. I think that fucking Bo is a much better fit. My my thing. See, that's where I have to critique. I have to critique James Franklin then because I understand he runs his system and his system is his system. I understand that. But I know, and I know Alar was Yursich's guy more so than like that. Yursich no, was Alar's is everybody's guy. Like, right. You're not going to pass. Like when we had fucking Jared on, uh, he said it perfectly. You don't pass on a talent like Alar. Right. So, so um, that's, that's where I think. If you're building a well, if you not even building, if you have a offensive philosophy such as James Franklin, where you want to do RPOs and you want to do a lot of, you know, just shit like, like just running with the quarterback and the quarterback always has, you know, he's, he's running outside of the pocket making plays, this and that. If Alar is the quarterback where he he is more statue like, he is more Brady esque, where he st- stands in that pocket and delivers the ball, and he can do it at, you know, at an accurate rate and he can do it efficiently and like you have to in in my opinion maybe i'm delusional here but if if i'm james franklin which i'm never mind i at the end of the day he should change his philosophy to get the most out of alar not his system be forced down alar's throat when it doesn't work you get what i'm like that i understand what you're saying i disagree with that um but i i under like i said I disagree with it in the fact that I don't think that because you're you're going to run what you're going to run. Um, and, and to change systems to get the most out of your players, that is difficult to do. And, and the overwhelming majority of coaches do not do that. But this is where Fra- I think Franklin messed up is that the fact that he's trying to force the square Alar into the circle system. Um, and as crazy, like, you don't pass on Drew Alar, but if he's not the right fit for the system. Then what do you do? If you don't pass on him, then what do you do, though? Exactly. Like, you're so, so that, that's why you that, that's why I say if you're going to recruit him and he's going to be your number one guy, why not get the most out of him by running a system that's going to work for him? You get what I'm saying? Like, uh, they should trade them, but no. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, 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 but exactly. But that's how I think it. But that, like, I yeah. I, don't you think like the best coaches in in the game would do that though? Like they would no, say, "I don't like." I don't see Nick Saban. They. This is where Franklin made a mistake: is the fact that he recruited Drew. Nick Saban doesn't change his offense to suit the player. He just brings in the, the the talent that fits into his system. That's that's fair, but now you have him here. So now what? what right you, now you're fucked. So uh, so I you get, so you gonna believe that I'm saying this? You cut bait. Oh, see, I would I would go I, like I know you think I'm crazy, but I would cut bait. I don't him. think you're crazy. I think you're wrong. There's there's a difference. I totally understand what you're saying, but you if. Because it's not just Franklin; it's the coaches. They I know it's the whole. Like, it's, it's the whole. It's the staff. whole staff. So then, like, 
their whole staff is constructed around the RPO offense. So if you're going to, then you're asking like, yeah, it's the, everything is, is, is built around this philosophy. I hate this philosophy, by the way, I, I do not like the RPO. Well, it can be effective. I, I'm not denying my, that. My, th- my thing is too, where I'd have a problem with, with like, I just, I am so like over Franklin. It's unbelievable. But I know you are. I, I cannot wait till he's gone, but the, at the end of the day, you're going to have a long wait. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, if, if let, let's say like Penn state doesn't have a rich history of great quarterbacks. And we've talked about that. Like there's been, there's been some good ones, but for the most good, part, yeah, uh, good college. They've had a couple of great college quarterbacks and one good, co- one good pro quarterback. That's Carry yeah. Up. That's not a ri- like. That's what I'm saying. That's not a. That's, yeah, not, that's, that's not even a history. <laughs> so I I get what you're saying. I totally and I I, I think if if James Franklin didn't just have this huge, uh, contract that they signed him to, like if he was in that, that position where a couple of years ago where he was kind of year to year, it's like, what's he going to do? If I'm running the Penn state program and I have drew Aller walk in that building and I know like James Franklin's going to run the RPO system with him and his whole staff's going to run the RPO system with him. I would be like, look, let's go find a coach. That's going to fit. I, I know it's a massive risk. I understand all that, but what's Franklin really gotten you one big 10 championship, horrible record in big games, Horrible record against good teams. Like, I, not, I, not true though. Horrible record against the high state and Michigan. No, he's top five, you, top five, and top ten. He's got you fucking five out of the six New Year's Six Bowl. We were in a position to become the first school ever, ever, Aaron, ever to win all six New Year's Six Bowls. Yeah, I understand. It's not like he he did this on in the shadows of some of the strictest fucking sanctions the college football scene has ever seen. I understand that, but so that's exactly what he got you. He got you. He brought you. He Bill O'Brien kept us alive. Franklin got us back healthy. If if okay, let me ask you that. And don't say, "Well, we can't, we can't think like that." If Bill O'Brien stayed longer, would he have been more successful than James Franklin? Yes, I believe so. Yes. Okay. I I am a Franklin, and I've said this pretty much ever since Franklin's been here. I think Franklin is an amazing recruiter. Um, I don't have all the confidence. I'm not a Franklin lover. I but I am a Franklin supporter because I see. I look at exactly – look what happened to Wisconsin this year. Now, I think Luke Fickle is the right man for the job, and he will do great. But he right, came but that, in that's with his, all this hype. That's his first year, though. Like, we, this is now 10 years of this. That's my that's right. my push. And, and it's 10 years of success. How I, many 10 – okay, so you – and this is, then gets into the definition of what is success. A 10-2 and two season is successful. We're not fucking Alabama. We're not Ohio State. We are not playing for national championships year in and year out. No, we're never we're never playing for one under free. We, we weren't playing for we haven't played for a national championship since nineteen eighty six. I before understand. Before you were even a 
before you were even a spark on your daddy's eye. I understand. Playing for national championships. So that's not on Franklin. I understand that, but I just I just pulled it up again. Three and twenty-two against top ten teams. Okay, how many bowl games has he won? What's his bowl game record? But not. I, I mean, I guess it's just like give me a play a college playoff appearance once. Like, give me one. Uh, and we will have one next year, probably. But yeah, I mean, with how, an expansion, many... yeah, with a, with a uh, easier an easier way to get there, sure. I, I yeah, uh, okay. I mean, I, I, look how many teams have made the playoffs. How many different teams have made the college football playoffs? Yeah, I'd have to pull that up for sure. It, it, it's not many. And then the one year that we should have made it, we had a team that we beat in the fucking regular season that didn't even win their goddamn conference, make it ahead of us. Yeah, that that he should have won. I'll give him that. He should exactly. have won. But I just, you know, we, we can debate this till the end of time. I, I don't know. I, um, I don't. I just. I think he's poor. I just don't. I, there's a million reasons why I don't think he's good. Um, but I, I, I get like it. It's harder. Like, like you're right in the fact that it's harder to change your entire. Like the only way. The only way they're going to maximize Alar is if they do change the system. Would you Would you agree or disagree with that? To maxim, like I'm saying, to get Alar at a ten out of ten, he has to be in a different. He can't be in the RPO system. I think you can get Alar to run the RPO with an eight and a half out of ten, and an eight okay. and a half Alar is going to get us probably eleven wins. That's yeah. See, that's I I agree with that. I do agree with so, that. So we can still be successful. And this is why you don't get rid of Allen. This is why you don't cut shit. Because a fucking eight Drew Allar is going to be better than a lot of nine or ten. Yeah, I I agree. I think I think an eight and a, like if we saw an eight and a half, like you said that you know you pinpoint that number, eight and a half Allar all year, not eight and a half Allar exactly. Uh, Northwestern and the bullshit teams. Like I'm talking cream of the crop. You know, you go out to USC and you see an eight out of eight and a half out of ten Alar. I'll take him all day and tomorrow over JJ McCarthy. All day and tomorrow. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. And people love. I mean, but McCarthy was backed by an amazing offensive line. He had a, a Blake Corum, probably the best running back in the country. <laughs> he he had what the, the running backs that we had with if, and now this brings up the question. What would have our record been last year with Drew? Instead, I mean, two years ago when Sean went ten and two. I don't. Do you think Drew wins us the same games? No, no, I don't. I, 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 because he didn't have the same backfield. Singleton and Allen were not the same backs that they were their freshman year. No, but he looked. I think the coaching staff put him in a poor position against Michigan and Ohio State this year. I think the receivers played like at the worst receiving core I've seen in a long time. I forget it. Like I just, I was not impressed at all. Um, I think it was a combination of that. Like Alar looked like a uh, deer in headlights. The receivers were horrible. The running game wasn't there. The O line was inconsistent, and the coaching staff didn't do a good enough job. So I, I, I like to answer your question. I don't think. I think. I think. Clifford gave them a better chance to win those two games than Aller would have. 
I agree. Right now. I'm not talking Alar is a six-tier senior, for Christ's sakes. After, you know, Clifford gets a million shots at it, sure. Maybe I take Alar. Clifford did beat Michigan. Right. Twice. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, you're right. I, I, that's, that's a good statement. I mean, um, and, and I, again, like, I recognize that Drew did not look very good for the majority of the season. Like, the things that were heralded about him, his accuracy, his decision-making, this, that, and the other, were were relatively non-existent. Um, there were glimpses. He looked pretty damn good in West Virginia. He looked amazing against Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. But – but <laughs> Amazing. It's Mich- – like, it, it, True. It was Michigan State, but it was a road game. He, he had struggled all year on the road. Now, his struggles on the road this year scare make me scared shitless for next year when we open up at West Virginia. I uh, this is I, your hot take right here. I am taking West Virginia plus the points all day that that weekend. <laughs> well, fuck Penn State, I guess, right? No, I'm just kidding. But um, no, I, I get, I get there. There's definitely logic behind that. Um, I don't think I don't think West Virginia will win. But they're going to cover that spread. What? Okay. Un- unless Julian comes is unless Julian is that man. If Julian can come in here and change that receiver, because you're you were one hundred percent right on the button about that receiving core was just poor. Trash. And I don't. Th- I, I in my opinion. I, and the thing is, like, I think that there are good athletes in there, but evidently that Dante Cephas was a fucking head case. Um, huge, like arguably the biggest disappointment all it because he was supposed to be that fucking man coming in. Now, granted, it was fucking it was Akron or whatever, but he he had been su- successful whatever Mac school he came from. Well, who is who is the kid from Florida State that came in? I yeah, can't remember. The, uh, Malik, Malik uh, something or other Mills or he and and early in the season, I told you I was like I think he will be better than. Keandre Lambert Smith and I couldn't have been more wrong. I couldn't have been more yeah. wrong. And I, I but but our, our transfers last year didn't do dick. No, they, they actually were, were like detrimental, I would say. Like it was speaking, that bad. Speaking of Penn State though, did you see where they're going to put uh Carter? Yeah, DN, yeah. Oh <laughs> that's one of the things that I am fucking psyched because oh my god, like well, I mean, I, I think Abdul could be as good or almost as good as Micah. I think he could be Micah. I, I, I thought that last year, like this year, I think he had a drop. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was he's playing through injury. He's, uh, but like last, if you look at him, not this season at all. Like, I mean, he had glimpses, but last season he looked like Micah Parsons. Like he, well, that's because he he was unknown. He, I mean, he was a true freshman. I think he got a lot of attention this year. Yeah. So, but when he like, and he was hurt. But that first half against Mississippi, before he got hurt, he was on fire. And there, I mean, our fucking because we got him and we've got Rojas. Rojas is going to be another stud. Right. Like, and, and I will. Malik McLean. Sorry, Malik McLean. Yeah, Malik McLean. 
Um, I will be very uh, like I am still sad, like physically sad that Manny went to Duke. I understand why he did it. Like I can't get over some of our fans that like are now speaking trash on him and like. Really, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that, but I mean, I'm sure. Well, we have a lot of asshole fans. Well, Um, that's that's every. I mean, well, I shouldn't say it. I feel like that's just our organizations. Like maybe we're the asshole. Like maybe we're attracting these. No, I don't. Philadelphia, yes, Philadelphia, 100 percent complete assholes. Like I'm never gonna. I I saw like that too, though. Like no, not to the. Oh my god! If if if, not not the same. No, no, because look 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 at this right. I'll paint you a picture. Sirianni's in the Super Bowl last season, right? They I, they have an epic collapse. Like, how many times has Penn State had a collapse under Franklin? There's been there's been countless. Like, there's been a couple. There's been more than one, right? There's been more than one. Um, if 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 James Franklin was coaching the Eagles, put that same like he's in the national championship, right? We get to the national championship, and then we. We're six and zero, and we lose the last five out of six, and go six and five or whatever, seven and whatever. You know what I mean? They would have signs saying "fuck James Franklin, fire James." Like Philadelphia was ready to fire Sirianni for the last six weeks. Like they've been every every loss. It got the 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 they turned the, the the hot seat up a little bit more, and then they lose to Tampa Bay in the way that they did, and they went they to the Super Bowl a year ago. Like they went right. to the Super Bowl. Well, hell, they. I mean, look when they fired fucking. Uh, Penn Penn State's right. not as ruthless as that. Penn State would because well, James, yeah. But the, the contracts in the NFL are not structured the same way that they are in college either. Right, I give you yeah, that's with buyouts and stuff like that. Um, let me ask you this though: Should the Eagles have hired Belichick? Um. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to say no. Um, I knew. So the Eagles are so like Jeffrey Lurie to me, to a man definitely wants a yes man. Like he he wants a guy that says yes master and kisses him on his feet. Bill Belichick would say go fuck yourself. I'm Bill Belichick. Um, I, I knew that. Like should to answer your question, should they have? I would love to see a Bill Belichick defense because our defense was the definition of Swiss cheese. The last, even, even under Gannon, like if we didn't have pass rush, it was Swiss cheese, like a fucking wide receiver, people wide open. Like it was just, you saw it, you know what I mean? Um, Belichick would always like, he could have, he could have you and me play linebacker and the middle of the field would at least be locked up somehow. Like, um, so I would have loved to see that. And now as head coach, it would be hard to swallow because I can't stand the man. I just, I, I, it's a patriot thing for me. Um, but you respect him. You recognize. Do you, do you think he's the greatest coach of all time? Uh, it's hard for me to say that because, I mean, the whole Brady argument, right? He leaves right. one year, goes, gets a chip. Patriots have been inept. So we'll talk a little bit more about this on the last little bit of the show because we're, we're definitely running. Uh, you know, this is a long program tonight, but it's been a while, so kind of expected it. When is it a long program? <laughs> All righty. Um, outside of the Penn State's uh, sphere of, of things that have gone on, I mean, just a, a myriad of things. Um, obviously, 
the shakeup in college football has been absolutely real as well with, first of all, I mean, we'll, we'll touch on Harbaugh leaving Michigan and um, yeah. What, what did you think of, were you shocked? Did you expect it? Um, is he running from <laughs> all the, the maybe potential smoke slash fire that there is at that program? Like what, what do you think? No, yes, yes, to the answer to your three questions. I was not shocked. I absolutely expected it. And he is he's the 21st century version of Nick of Pete Carroll. Well, he's the 2020 version of Nick Car- or Pete Carroll. I keep right, right. Pete I get you know, I, I totally follow you there. Um, yeah. that's exactly what he's doing. One national championship. Uh that would not surprise me if it a year or two or a few years down the road vacated. Um and then just fucking taken off and headed headed for the hills, which I can't blame him for. Like, and the thing is, like, the allegations that are against him and stuff like that, I think are just stupid. Like, I don't agree with a lot of what the NCAA rules um, committees have come up with and shit like that. So, I I don't what he what he had done doesn't really bother me. But yeah, he's he's absolutely taking off. Yeah, it, it it obviously makes you think. Like it obviously makes you raise your eyebrow. Like my thing is, and and it's it. Of course, I bring it right back to Penn State. But the fact that they have their interim coach come in to to Penn State, who's arguably one of the best teams in the country at at the time. I'm not gonna say at the end of the year. No, they weren't. Well, you don't think Penn State was still one of the best teams in the country, though? Not even close. Uh, not I mean, even close. I mean, I would, I would probably say not even in the top fifteen. Oh, I mean, come on! There, I still think they're a top ten team at that time. No, they're, they have one loss, and it's to Ohio State. Like, if you're looking at it just based right. on on results, is what I'm saying. Right. When they played Michigan, are you if, are you talking this year? Yeah, this year, this year. Okay, because you. I thought you were talking about like you have a coach that, that the, the inter you said interim coach so I thought you were talking like Bill O'Brien or something like that. No, fuck no, 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 no. Oh, Sorry, you're talking Michigan's interim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Michigan okay. comes in, um, all big and that, bad, and that and shows goes to show you how insignificant the head coach really is. Is it that, or is it the inept of Penn State against Michigan? It, we definitely didn't help ourselves. But <laughs> like, like I, I'll, I'll give it to you like this, since since you gave me that answer, that's 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 fair. It would, okay. So the 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 playoff game against Alabama, which was tightly contested throughout, would because now Michigan has gone with that with that guy. I forget his name. Moore um, or something like that. Sharon Moore, I think. Sharon Moore. Yeah, I think I think you hit you hit the nail on the head. Um, would, would they, they have, have won? Would they have won? In that would game? they have beat Alabama? And would they have beat Ron Moore? Would they have beaten Washington? That's my that's my question. I think so. I don't. I don't. I think. I think. I mean. I, I think Harbaugh's a great coach. Um, I don't know how much influence he has on play calling. Um. Yeah, none of us. Know. Yeah, right. We right. right. None of us exactly. Um, so I, I think that team was so good that they would have been able to overcome that. 
because I, I that's that's what I mean like how insignificant it could that's or how or or that is just how good Michigan is as a program I mean because that Penn State I mean they played a lot of games without Harbaugh this year I think six of them right <laughs> I mean almost <laughs> half the fucking season they played without Harbaugh now in the the, the first in the first half of the year they played nobody but they played nobody, but they did not cover, and every game went under the total. Okay. Yeah. So their their offense was not as efficient with, without him there. But then with in the back half of the season, now he was there for the Ohio State game, right? Correct. Yeah, he came because they the always State play. Game. They always play him like at the end of the year now. For whatever right. reason. But I mean he, he missed the Penn State game, so I thought he missed I thought he missed the last three games of the like that's how <laughs> the season was what, like two months ago, but it's already a blur in my mind. Like oh, shit's yeah. fuzzy I'm now. Um but yeah, I I like Harbaugh. Like it's weird because I really hate Michigan now. Um I I'm growing a deep-seated hatred for a lot of teams in the Big 10. I hate Maryland. We've already discussed this. Yeah, that's the, that's the weird like not weird but that's like the 49ers. The, the one that would Well, see no. See like I understand your reason for not hating for hating the Niners cuz they, they they actually beat us and shit like that. Maryland hasn't fucking touched us in football in years, but their fans are just so fucking yeah. Yeah, but um, that that you got to admit Joey that you got to admit you're probably picking on the one percent of Mar- like I if you polled the Maryland fans, right? The, I the majority of them wouldn't think that Thon is a fucking. I ball. would bet you. I would put. I'd put serious money down that ninety to ninety-two percent would be okay with Thon. Yeah, like I, Ohio State right. fans, probably sixty percent would think it's just a like Penn State's a call, and they would just shit on us because we're like they hate us right? right like i don't think maryland i hey you can have your like i'm not trying to tell you one way or another i, I, I know but, I, I, but you you're like a very good point there was one asshole that crossed <laughs> your pathway and you well were, not just one though because I, I there were other people that agreed with him now they weren't but again i was pro i have probably targeted the very minute minority <laughs> minority of maryland fans out now, now they're all fucked but well, I, i'm i'm developing the same uh level of hatred for iowa yeah i could see i i think their coach is a douche too like i don't he, he the comment well did you ever hear the comments about so there was like James Franklin said something about how the tunnel situation at Michigan sucks. And then like Harbaugh's like, I, I got to, I, Hey, you know me, I don't like Franklin, but I'm going to try and support Penn state. Regard, even if like Franklin fucks up, I still like, I, I don't want him to fuck up is what I'm trying to say. So like right. when I'm not going to give credit to Michigan in a situation where I don't think they deserve it. Cause I don't like Michigan whatsoever. But when, when, uh, long story short, when Franklin was talking about, oh, the tunnel at Michigan's a mess, like, you know, it's just not good for student athletes to be running into each other in the tunnel. And like, it, there's all this commotion. And uh, when Harbaugh said, uh, yeah, well, I have more important things to think about of than James Franklin opinion of our tunnel and our program. I was like, man, like that, you could, that is a great answer to me. Like that, you just completely shitted on James Franklin for like, as, but I was just talking about Iowa. 
How no, I know. I'm just, I, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like, like, the the same thing apply. Like, because I thought the Iowa, where I drew it back to, was the Iowa coach made um, some kind of shitty comments after that that Iowa Penn State game when when Clifford got hurt and uh, Roberson went in the game and everything. He made like some comments like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, I don't feel bad for that." Like he he kind of like poured more gasoline on the fire to make. Oh, really? State. See, I don't remember that. Yeah, like, he, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I no, no, he, but like, and in that respect, I was like, "You're a douchebag." Like, yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's fucked up. But yeah. when when and and as much as I despise Michigan, I don't even like Harbaugh. I like uh, John on the Ravens, but I don't like Jim so much. But right. um, when John but you said don't, you don't, when, or when Jim, Jim said, said that was was all right. Like, was accurate though. I right. was like, like James Franklin sounds like a crybaby because his team got his ass beat, and then he's complaining about the tunnel. Like if if Penn State would have won, he wouldn't have said that. You know what I mean? Like maybe I I don't think so. I maybe, but I I just because I think there there was also I think the reason that that came to the forefront is because there was that fight between Michigan and Michigan State in the tunnel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it had been a, a bit of a problem for other people, but I I get your point and. And I, I, I don't disagree with it. But um, outside of – I mean, obviously, you hate Ohio State as much as the next guy, I would think. Right. Um, outside, So, you got Maryland. You got um, – Ohio Iowa. State, Michigan. And, and I, didn't, I didn't really hate Michigan until this year. No, I do. I, I don't I – You're not the only one. Though. Most, most Penn State fans do. But I never did um, until this year. And then Iowa, Michigan, Ohio State, and Maryland. Yeah, I'm sure I'll hate USC. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna hate Oregon. I think uh, I just they're See, a little I, too they're a little too flashy for me, which I don't like already. They're like Ohio State of the West to me. Like, see, and, and this is where our age comes in because I remember a day when Oregon was absolutely nothing. Yeah. They their program started. Um, I think, it, and it, it, cor- it definitely corresponded when Phil Knight started to back them. But 100%. in the late '80s, that's when he started pumping money in, and they slowly became relevant. Then they played us in the Rose Bowl in uh, the '94 season, '95 Rose Bowl. Got our ass, got their asses kicked, but they were slowly good, and then then. By the early 2000s, Joe Harrington's taking the national championship game where they're losing. Um, so you don't really remember college football without Oregon being relatively successful and relevant. Consist- I remember- they're consistent. Yeah, they're pretty consistent. Yeah, they- and before they were consistent, they were nothing. It's exactly my memory of the Patriots. Like you might have a, a sliver of a memory where the Patriots sucked. No, probably not. Yeah, probably not. I, ever I, I mean, since, yeah, ever since I've now they made the Super Bowl in '86, and then once again in '95, uh, I think '95, '96, '96 season, '97 Super Bowl, um, but got smoked in both of those games. So, like, even though they're making the Super Bowl, they're losing. But other than that, they weren't like year in and year out good. So that's why I don't hate the Patriots like a lot of, for lack of a better term, younger people do. 
because I can re- I can remember when they were when people fucking put bags over their heads. Oh my god, I'd love to see it. Just knowing <laughs> knowing what I know now, but right. um, yeah, young whippersnappers is another term. But yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no, I I get it. Um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Like, I don't know. We got we of course we got all over the place with that. Yeah, we did. Um, does uh, yeah? I'll just throw a random question. Just tell me what you think. Yeah. Does Har- does Harbaugh? Because what that would be the AFC West. He's going yep. into. Is he going to be successful in the pro- pros? Not successful. Like so, what is that? Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. Yep. Char- Chargers. That, Chargers. That's a- yep. Fucking talk about a gauntlet. I mean, just because of the Chiefs. I mean, you're. you're well, yeah, um, just the Chiefs. Like they, they should go four and two in their division. Right. Yeah, and and I think the Raiders get. I don't know what their ceiling's going to be. Their ceiling might be wild card round every year with may not even every year, but with that uh, Antonio Pierce who's got them playing playing hard. We'll see how long that. I, I have no trust. It, in exactly. Let's see how long that lasts. He yeah. was he was a great injection in the middle of the season. Let's see him run a full force calendar year. Yeah, maybe he, he pulls a Dan Campbell and they 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 ascend a little bit. But um, does does Harbaugh get them to an with Herbert? Let's just say Harbaugh and Herbert. Do they go to an AFC Championship game in the next five years? Yes, I could see that too. I, I and as much as like they're an organization, I've no, I've never have faith in because they just choke like inevitably choke, but. Um, I do have trust in Harbaugh. Like I, I think Harbaugh's a winner. I just, well, you can still get to. I mean, the well, yeah, Eagles but that, that would be a... three NFC championships and lost in each, lost in three years. <laughs> so they right, but that would be a huge step. Compared, like the problem I have with the Eagles was like they were. It, it's like the Bills. Like how the fuck do you not find a way to win one of those? Like that's where it's like that's shitty to me. Like if the Chargers went from where so they were, were those now, Bills years that they they lost. Uh, okay, you. I think you might have been alive for one or two of them, but the Bills made four Super Bowls in a year, in a row. Yeah. Were those successful years? No. Okay, see, that's where we're – that's where we differ. <laughs> because, because what you're saying that by that definition, there's only one successful team in the NFL all season. If – okay, if you look at it on a micro scale, right, like – Year by year, yes. If you look at those four years as a whole, no, because you got to win one of those. You have a that like twenty five percent like you know what I mean. If you look at it, if you slice it in four, like find a way to win one of. If you if they would have won one of those, I would say that run was a success. If you look at each individual season, like let's just say it's for. Example sake, 90, 91, 92, 93. It probably isn't that, but whatever. Very close. Um, 92, 93, 94, 95. Yes. Yeah, so oh, no. No. It was 91, 92, 93, 94. Okay. So, yeah, like if I'm looking at the 91 season, success. 92 season, success. But as, a, you know what I mean, collectively to go 0 and 4 in the Super Bowl, that, that's not a success to me. Like that, that's an ultimate failure to me. Like it's impressive you got there, but you couldn't close the door on one of those. You're you're right. It's incredibly disappointing. But to it's, say that, I'd, I'd not rather not go four years of that. Like that, give me one year of that, and we lost. Like okay, 
Because like now you talk about a defeatist attitude. Well, yeah, but because because you would rather not experience the heart wrenching agony of losing four Super Bowls in a row. You don't. You only want to make one and lose, and then. You well, can't. They could not be in the position to win if they weren't there. No, I'm saying. I, I'm saying. I think we just look at this differently. Like we the way we I'm looking. Fundamental. <laughs> uh, now. Uh, okay. All right, Joey. This is this is what I'm trying to get at. Right. If the Eagles went last year, right, they lost. If they was went, last year was last year a, a, a success for the Eagles. Yes. Okay. But. If they went, if they went this year and lost, right? If it mm-hmm. just happened, they just lost. Right. They go next year, they lose, and they go the following year and lose. That to me is like Jesus. That's eight. a successful organization. Yeah, it's incredible. You want to fucking put your head through a wall? It makes me and, hate and, them. And it makes me your... hate. It makes me. Oh hate my them. god! It makes me. You hate them. the Eagles because they're making it to the Super Bowl and can't win it. Because it's like, Joey. That's like take. That's like you got the hot. You're, you're, let's say you go to four proms, right? Four different proms, and four of the hottest girls in in the in the counties. You're go you go to like different schools or whatever. Mm-hmm. This high school, this high school, this high school, this high school, and oh, you don't. So you're sleep. going four proms in one year. Yeah, not well. All four well years you know what I mean? School. Like I, I can't. I, I did go to three proms in my high school career. Four? That's... No, I did go to four. I, I take that back. I went right. to four. I, I I wanted to spread it out. I went to prom as a freshman. That's impressive. That's that's more impressive than losing the Super Bowl. But uh, <laughs> but let's say like I'm saying over a four year span because I'm trying to make it as directly comparable as possible. Right, I understand. And they're and all because the Super Bowl, the girls attend. Like you, you draw the compare. Like it's the t- the cream of the crop. You're in the Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. you don't sleep with any four of those girls. Is that a success? <laughs> okay. Yes, because you're still uh, now. If you don't make out with any of them. Then yeah, but (laughs) I I understand like we and and like you said, we just look at this differently because if you don't get to the game, you cannot win it. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. So with that being said, I mean I married into a Bills family. Now, luckily, it was after the Super Bowl run, but it was not (laughs) that far after. Like they that fucking pain was still very real for them oh i'm sure they feel it i mean and and my thing would be now that they're 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 knocking on the door every like not knocking on the door of winning it but they're they're in the playoffs every year right they're in the discussion every it's like fuck me here we go again like when that when that kicker missed you know when they missed it against the chiefs i mean you gotta think like these bills are like man what the fuck (laughs) yeah i mean i i so right. let me ask you this. Would you rather see the Eagles not make the playoffs th- next year than make the NFC than make the Super Bowl and lose? Fuck me, man. That's hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, okay, okay I, I'll give you this. It, it, see, but that would take the fun out of it because I know what's coming. But if if you gave me the two options, like you give me that, or you give me the Eagles are going to miss the playoffs for the next four years, right? That fifth year they're going to make the divisional and lose, and then the next year they're going to win the Super Bowl. So I got to go through four, just downright garbage, like just four and twelve, six and whatever, right? Um, four and thirteen. They're playing seventeen games now. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> four and thirteen, five and twelve. You know all that. 
But then I like a Super Bowl is coming. I'd rather suffer that way than go to the playoffs and lose. Like I don't envy like the Steelers. Well, they're they're kind of in like no man's like I I more well, so they look, make the playoffs every year. Yeah, but you know what? That year, is. But they, they lose. Right, but no one no one gives them a shot to win the Super Bowl. Like I don't. I, they can make the playoffs, but no one's like, okay, they're gonna go through the fucking Chiefs or the Bills or the Ravens or the, you know what I mean? Like they're not. They almost beat Buffalo. I mean, they play Buffalo tough. Yeah, but the, more so, the way I look at it is like the Lamar Jackson era in Baltimore, right? Like they're great every regular season. Like every regular season, they're one of the best teams, like, and it's not even close. And he chokes in the playoffs. He chokes right. in the money's on. I would hate. I would. I would fucking hate that. I. I. I you hate, hate to be the, your roommate then. Exactly. Yeah. I mean that. Dry, that. Because that's the pain of that is worse than going five and thirteen. Because it's like okay, we suck and we know we suck. It's okay. This is our year. No. This is our year. No. This is our. Year. No, it's like how many fucking times are we gonna do this? Like that was the Philadelphia Eagles' existence for the first forty-five years of my life. Oh, trust me. I, I, I mean, I, I feel more. You pity got a little for, bit of that, You're right? Yeah, I feel more pity for you than than myself, for sure. Yeah. But like, I remember the 04. Like, I, I could barely sleep that night. Like, I, that yeah. ate me alive. Um, and it was, and especially like it's, it's more so who the Eagles play. In. Like, if the Eagles, like when the Eagles lost to the Chiefs, I was more so pissed about like that holding call. Really, ate, like the the fact that the defense completely fell apart and broke into a million pieces. And the kick return and everything like that, it didn't. That didn't like eat me alive as much as like McNabb throwing three picks. You know, we lose the fucking Patriots. Like that was like worst. And like I could see why you look at it the other way. Like the Patriots were a dynasty. Oh, so so what? We lost them. No, fuck them. I wanted to beat them. But the the fact that the Eagles had that game in their control and Jalen Hurts played damn near as good as he could have and then we still didn't take advantage of it you could look at it like that too like what the fuck like right because then that is really discouraging like we played a very very good game and we still lost so we're what's it gonna take for us like we've got to get better how do we do that like yeah and can you can you emulate that if you got there again would would Jalen maybe Jalen Hurts throws two picks like you just don't know if he's gonna uh, yeah there's so many different ways you can look at it but I'd rather, man. That's the, like you want. You want to take one ultimate success every handful of years, like one every ten, one Super Bowl every ten years, and let the other nine years be black. Ten years is a long time. It um, is exactly a long time. And, but see, that's like who who is one? I mean, the Eagles are the perfect example of what I'm trying to talk about. Because, like, I was gonna say, would you rather be like? the Ravens or like the lions where it's like the lions suck every, but they don't have a ring to show for Like if they would have won the Super Bowl this year, but you had to go like the amount of pain and agony and just in like, just torture that that team has put their fans through. Well, what would have been worse though? Them not making the Super Bowl or them making the Super Bowl and losing. Depends how they lost. I think. If it was a blow, like if Kansas City would have blown their door like thirty six to ten, I think that's worse because you finally get there, you know, and it's like you didn't even show up. It's like you got there, but you didn't actually show up. You know what I mean? But just imagine as a fan, 
you get there, you, your first Super Bowl ever, you have a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. Oh, that's worse. That's yeah. Well, oh and then God. it goes into overtime. Well, look at lose. look at uh like Atlanta, the way that Atlanta lost was like right. I would much rather not make it at all than go like if you gave me the two options and like uh, see it's after it's so hard to look at it that way cuz it's after we, we the know what, we know what's happening exactly. Right, like if you told me they blew a 28 to 3 point lead but you don't know who won, I still probably wouldn't take that cuz I'm like I, I, that's that's that would eat me alive because I'm like you'd rather not not be in a position to win it than to make the game and potentially lose it because of a a choke. Would you rather have seen the Eagles make more Super Bowls and not win them than they win one in twenty twenty eight? Like like so the Eagles what have been in three since twenty since two thousand. Correct. Oh four lost seventeen yeah. they won and then last year they lost. Right. Would you have taken those three losses? I, I mean, there's two. There's Would I, like, yeah, so it, what if they make like three more Super Bowls in that time, in that time, in that 20 year span and didn't win any of them? There, there were like one in six in the Super Bowl. Ah, oh, fuck that. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's, I hate that. I hate that. Like, I, I, so you would rather be oh and whatever than one in six in the Super Bowl. No, of course. Because no, you give me the want. You give me the want. If it was, well, we, we've got the one. So if if we never win another Super Bowl, you don't ever want to make one. No, I want to be. We have one. That's the thing. We have one. Right. We have one now. But let's say in the next twenty years, we make four Super Bowls. We make four Super Bowls in the next ten years. In the next decade, we go to the four fucking chips and don't win a single one. You would rather. Not make any of them. Are those my only options? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, you, you either – what other option do you want? Like, oh, okay, well – We win one. We win one. Let's say and, we win one, but we go and to – we go one and three in the next ten years. If we get one, yeah. If we get zero, no. I don't want to go to four and lose all fucking four of them. Like, that's, to- that's gut-wrenching to me. Like, that's – because then it's like – you're so close. You're so close. Okay, so let me ask you this. If I told you today, right now, we're going to the Super Bowl next year, we're going to have a 21-point lead. Oh, God. <laughs> and the game goes to overtime. I don't tell you who wins, though. No, because we're, we're not going to win. Like, I, I, I can already tell you we're not going to win. If we blow a twenty-one point, you know how Philadelphia sports works. Like once the lead's blown, it's you're fucked. I mean, you there's got to be some stat where it's like Philadelphia teams that blow lead. Like it's the record's got to be like twenty percent or something. Do like, you remember the miracle in the Meadowlands too, and Deshaun's puck? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Didn't we blow a lead then? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, but you know what I mean, like. Exactly. So why can't it be a, a fucking miracle in Miami? We blow a 21 point lead in the fourth quarter. Like, that, trust me, I would be vomiting projectile like, but if you're not in the game, you never have a chance of winning it. That's very, that's a gambling way to look at it. Because <laughs> if you don't play the lottery, you can't win. Right? Yeah, you can't win if you don't play the game. Exactly. Yeah. 
I, um, I'm with you, and I, I want to be there, but I don't want to go through the pain on it. Oh, yeah. But, like, like, like the Bills. Like, I would – that to, – to walk away from four Super Bowls and not win one. Oh, it's, it's horrible. And then not only that, but each game became more and more of a blowout. Like, the first game they lost by one – by missed field goal. And the next game it was like – I think it was less than 10 points. But then the two games against Dallas were just fucking annihilations. Like that's that is what if they were would have been close games, I would have been it still would have been painful as a Bills fan, but at least would have been like you showed up. But they just didn't show up. And the thing like in one of those Super Bowls, and I don't remember which one, they had the biggest comeback in NFL history in the playoffs. They were down 30 fucking five to three at half and came back to win. You you can't find with me their a, backup quarterback. You can't find Frank me. Frank Reich. <laughs> you, you can't find me a a fan like a team that's been through more pain than that. You like because these teams that haven't been close, that's not pain to me. Like that's just you suck. You know what I mean? Well, that's painful, that, though. That's I mean, mis- that's realize- more so. That's misery. Like the Bills have ripped the souls out of people. Mm-hmm. Like you got. To yeah, go Detroit to may four- never had a soul to begin with, but well, that's not true. I mean, they had like you look at all the Barry Sanders years and stuff like that. You have the one of the greatest players to play the game, and <laughs> you had no playoff wins. I mean, like look at look at Dallas now. They haven't, you know, they have no playoff you know, success in the last 20 years, but they have five chips to, to chill on five. Is it five? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I, oh, that's, that's like, literally you can take that to Steelers five or I'm sorry, Steelers six, Niners five, Dallas five, Patriots six. That that's like, it's money okay. in the bank, but I don't know. They have a five and three record in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like, look at that, and I get it. They were stacked, like out the ass. But the fact that they're five and three, so they've been to eight, right? The, and the Bills go to four, and don't but they haven't a, been to one since 1995? Yeah, or 96 they, for sure. But the Bills go to four straight, which is almost harder to do that than to go to eight. Not almost. It, it, well, oh yeah, you know what I mean. It, like, it, that, yeah, that, no, that, you're right. And not to walk away with one. Oh, it's excruciating. That you can't but, make you can't make it worse than that, that. That's the worst. Well, no, sure you can. You've gone to five in a row. Dude. Well, yeah, but like, no. So, t- like, as as a Bill, let's put yourself in a Bills fan. You you've just experienced four Super Bowl losses in a row. Are you happy that your team doesn't make the playoffs the next year? Yes, I'm relieved. Oh my god, I'm relieved. All right, we got we got to come back and just wrap it up. But yeah. Well, I I think I damn near think we touched on just about any, everything we wanted to tonight. I'll I disagree. Let... We haven't even touched on baseball yet, but we cannot do that tonight. Well, as much as we're probably itching to do that, I mean, I am just because. Yeah, uh, no, I am too. Our, I'm our not gear... the only baseball lover in here. No, and our gears are are turning at a fast rate tonight, um, but. Yeah, I think we'll wrap it up here. I'll let Joey once again. He's he's back in the saddle. It seems like uh, we'll see. 
But uh, oh, we I, we have to tell them about our new uh, collaboration. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead with that. So uh, Aaron and I are going to be starting a, I I guess a sports pick slash consulting uh, endeavor. Uh, we have yet to come up with a name for it, but we are working hard on that. But uh, we will be releasing daily picks um, for you via multiple forms of social media, i.e. TikTok, Instagram, um, as well as Twitter and whatnot. And uh, we'll earn you guys some money and then we'll bring you along so uh, we can all make money. And on the rare, rare occasion we don't win, I'll uh, probably break something for, for everybody. To, you know, just That's throw a little fantastic. <laughs> no. we, you should get a fucking wiffle ball bat, and every time we lose a pick, you break it across your leg like Jose Canseco style. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, no, I, I, in all seriousness, I do look forward to, to what we're getting into with the – Yeah, very, very excited about that. It makes it makes watching sports between I don't know let's say the Arizona Coyotes and the Vancouver Canucks a little more exciting than than it normally would be um, absolutely and that that makes it fun in its own right but yeah we will uh, we'll be coming shortly to you with that um, and anytime that you get a chance to make money while you, while you're watching doing something that you enjoy you simply cannot pass that up no no that's that's the best but. Uh, where can we find you, Joey? Since I mean, people probably for, not going to say they forgot you existed because that that's <laughs> that's too big of a statement. But uh, no, they can uh, find me, at Docs. Uh, I w- I am the elite college football writer there, but I still put out content um, besides college football. Uh, right now, I'm covering uh, ba- basketball, um, so I'm into that pretty heavy. Um, I was doing some, uh, I was making some soccer picks over there as well. And uh, so we're, but gearing up for the March Madness and then the start of baseball. Yep. Looking forward to that. Pitchers and catchers reported. So that's um, correct. Not all hands on deck, but we're, uh, we're getting very close. So, close. Yeah. Um, which means spring too. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, well, as always want to shout out the guys at the 1420 sports bar podcast. Um, definitely check, check them out. Um, Joey and I hope to get on with them soon as, as well. Always a, an absolute riot. Um, check out my guy at Average Joe Sports as well. He does a show with our other friend, Jim, at Fan in the Van called Cigars and Sports, which is an absolute um, just an absolute riot in its own right because the graphics they have and the, the segments are just top-notch and, and hysterical. So definitely check out all those guys. Also, Two Dudes with Sports News. Um, and Garrett's solo project, Is This a Bad Take? Those are just some of our, our people in our corner as far as the podcasting networking goes, but we will shout out everybody else. I hope to get this up very soon, definitely before or at some point in the next day or two um, at the very latest. So, um, yeah, it was a blast. Joey, thank you as always. Uh, we Indeed. will come back to you with baseball and try and get some some college I got I need to brush up on some college basketball but um definitely cranking on the NBA a little bit and some NHL right now so um yeah we'll catch everybody later and uh not to be somber but um everybody in Kansas City you are in our our 
you know, I know it's cliche to say, but thoughts and prayers to to uh, the tragedy that happened in Kansas City that should never happen on a day that is full of celebration. So, oh, um, oh yes, and, and also not to piggyback off of uh, tragedy, um, but today would have been the iconic comedic actor Chris Farley's 60th birthday, and you. I don't even know if you were alive when he, when he passed, uh, but when when was that? Do you know, that's a good. I do not know. Um, in the nineties, sometimes, but okay. I just one of the funniest guys you had ever seen, and I mean, it, there are so many of his movies that have outlived him, and with Tommy Boy being probably the biggest, but. Yeah, just a, I sent you a picture of him. He was dressed up as uh, John Cruck. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the thing is, I, I shit you not, I can remember because that was in 94 when the when the Phillies made the World Series, or 93 when the Phillies made the World Series that year. And I remember the SNL skit where he, he portrayed Cruck. And I think I pissed myself. I laughed so hard. I mean, it was funny and Kruk loved it like it was just yeah I mean Kruk is a right in his own right but when you, when you get a funny band like Farley and uh so that was just uh we were blessed for it for a while to have him grace us with his comedic talents and he is sorely missed yeah and he will he'll have an impact forever like he you know that's just that's one of those things so I mean, he and Sandler are I mean, like peas and carrots, as Forrest said. <laughs> right. Yeah. In a van down by the river. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just saw that fucking skit again, like relatively recently. <laughs> Inspirational speaker. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not, don't want to end the show like that, but we, you know, it's important to touch on. Uh, better to do it at the end of the show than at the beginning. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, keep those people in Kansas City and thoughts, prayers, you know, you know, just however sure. you go about it. So, um, and obviously Chris Farley's family will, and family and friends will always, you know, always miss him. It, life, life is precious and um, we do this because we enjoy it. And hopefully, you know, we can take your mind off life in general while we do it. So, um, Till next time, yeah, stay safe, and uh, we will catch you very soon once again. Peace.